0: A nerd. Nerds. Nerds. Nerd! I'm not kissing a nerd. What is a nerd? Holy crap,
1: are we nerdy? <laughs> Welcome to this week's Nerdables. This week we are talking about WonderCon signing Lottery, Avengers Date Change, Time Warner Might Sell DC, Baby Groot is not Groot. The Justice League core members priority for films, Peggy Carter's the new cap. Dark Towers, Amazon series, Black Panther's the second fastest Marvel film to hit a billion, and Mikey's going to give us an update from uh, Emerald City Con. So yeah, there's not much. <laughs> not much there you go. There's <laughs> your update. Your first one sounds so like people it sounds here? like WonderCon signed lottery. Like lottery is a person, <laughs> and they signed Wonder... WonderCon. Oh we were happy to announce our first pick in the draft. We have signed him. We have lottery coming to (laughs) ethan put the list together for us so um so joining me uh chris mikey and ethan and a horn honking in the background of the hostel mikey's
2: at (laughs) Uh,
0: Mikey's
2: in the movie hostel at least it's early and it's not later
0: Have, have any um have any girls that you don't know come and tried to seduce you and take you off to some random like abandoned warehouse yet
2: that only happens no. in Russian hostels. Oh. No. <laughs> oh, okay. No, unfortunately, I, I don't uh, participate in cosplay or get uh, overly enthused about anything, so nobody, <laughs> uh, nobody approaches me. Nobody so cares cool. about you, then.
1: <laughs> we, wonder, yeah. like, we want to make sure you come back with your kidneys, and they're not sold on the black market, and you wake
2: up in a bathtub of ice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't gone overseas yet, so...
1: <laughs> he is staying in a hostel in Europe, so, you know, who knows? 80 beds or something like that. Yeah. So uh, it's not right Eastern Europe, but... <laughs> we come to take American It's long. Eastern England. <laughs> well, Yeah. He's going to be in Whitechapel, not... so, you know, bad things happen in Whitechapel. <laughs> <laughs> Whitechapel's probably been gentrified by now. <laughs> I don't know. They never caught Jack the Ripper, so... Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he's still alive. <laughs> he's a 100, 120, and he's still out there.
0: <laughs> didn't they say that they found, like, his DNA so they know, like, who he was? No, no, that's, no? All There's that's all.
1: That's all a, a, yeah. There's tons of theories.
0: No, I thought that they found, like, a piece of his DNA, and now with uh, we were able to Not test a, it now that, or something DNA like that. It should, yeah.
1: should be completely deteriorated by now. I don't know. I imagine. Well, if you I watch Jurassic thing. Park, the you know, oh. DNA of dinosaurs don't. Yeah, but that had to be... In cases, though, you know, just like where are you finding
0: Jack the Ripper's DNA?
1: There's a lot of prostitutes in London. From 150 years ago, you never know.
0: It was a a daughter of prostitutes. (laughs) There's a mosquito. A mosquito that bit Jack the Ripper, and then somehow
1: got encased in amber (laughs) in a place that doesn't really produce it. (laughs) And all of a sudden, we now have we've cloned Jack the Ripper, and it's Batman. So, Mikey, since uh, we're, we're, we were talking to you mostly about what you were doing, uh, go ahead and give us an update from what. Uh, yeah, what are you
2: doing from Emerald City? Well, I went to rebuilding the comics business. They had a local comic show. You shop went up there to rebuild the were. comics business by yourself. Yes, that's amazing. I started, I started along with Ann Bean, Emerald Comics Distribution. <laughs> and, uh, Ann Bean is like the sole. Distributor of, like, a lot of independent artists and writers. Um, And she goes around to a bunch of shops with, like, a box of comics and just pitches all these ideas and gets orders for whatever shops want and whatnot. Um, So it's just regional right now, but she's, she's sort of spearheading trying to get away from Diamond a little bit. Like, they all know the problem, so... If if a lot of regional areas can get through on the independent side, it'd be cool. It gets more uh, voices out there. Let's see. uh, Star Wars books. I went today. Nothing. The only thing... It was Chuck Wendig, Delilah Dawson, and John Jackson Miller were at the panel. Nobody's doing anything in Star Wars there, except for John Jackson Miller, who... Is uh, the lead story in the Star Wars Adventures Annual coming up in April? And it was a story that he wrote 13 years ago for Empire. And it was a Vader story, so it's just now getting published in that. Well, yeah. Um, the only
1: books I think they've talked about are are the Force, uh, the, the uh, Last Jedi, which comes out on Tuesday, and then I Thrawn. Can get the solo book. Yeah. Last there, shot. Oh, okay, yeah. Is yeah there, that's, have,
2: that's the next one. Last Shot? They have, yeah. They have an expanded uh, edition of The Last Jedi here, so if you guys want me to get it, I can pick one up and then... Yeah, if you, you can, can, that'd
1: be awesome. I don't know if you will. <laughs> well,
2: because, yeah. I mean, I yeah. mean, we were... Okay.
1: I was able to do it in, in San Diego to get Battlefront 2, but I know the book distribution at Celebration two weeks before last year was an absolute disaster. So yeah. I haven't seen... Um, well, they 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 did that. I know that the, the, the first two hundred la- last year at Comic Con for the uh, yeah each day yeah. I because know the, the Beth got in line the very first night for uh, preview night and got the it. Book Twitter, they're, they're, the, the book Star Twitter the the Star Wars this, well Star Wars books is on Twitter, mm-hmm. and they keep mentioning like where when it's sells out or something like that. Yeah, Yeah,
2: so I'll go get it and see if they well see if I can get it because they were having a lottery earlier. Like I had to sign up or put my name in. But they had it right out on the Delray boat uh, booth today. I'm like, okay, I guess I could have bought it right then. It's only like 29, so yeah, It's not bad. Um, went to Philomar's Spotlight, and it was interesting to find out that he didn't know Samurai Jack was getting uh, coming back, so he had to actually call Gendy to see, hey, what's up? Do you still want, like? Do you still want me? Because is it a reboot and you're just getting someone else or... uh, Because he would have been, like, heartbroken. Um, But, again, he's like, nah, you're you're good. We're coming back. We just haven't gotten that far to (laughs) tell you yet. Yeah. And uh, I didn't know... I don't know if you guys know that uh, anybody who loves Samurai Jack could blame George Lucas because that's who took Samurai Jack off the year forever. Because... He wanted Gendy to do the well, obviously Clone Wars it forever. shorts forever. <laughs> it came well, back. well no, not for whatever. Yeah, no. Well,
1: what, yes. Lucas, that was the reason. It was the yeah, Lucas shorts. took Gendy to do the Star Wars shorts, and then Mako passed away, and Gendy said he would never finish it because he wouldn't let anybody else do Aku's voice for the longest uh, time. And then finally, relented. Too. Yeah, it was the the thing that cool. would end it because everyone asked him if he would do a movie or something, and Gendy said, "I won't do it without." Mako, yeah. or Meku. I think it's Mako. It's Mako. And he just wouldn't do it. And so they were never going to put it on there. And then when IDW got the, the comic license, they thought they would continue much like Chris Carter did with X-Files, because at the time he, yeah. he wasn't going to do a new series. And that was the official story was going to go forward in the comic book series. And then that got dropped, and Chris Carter's like, eh, I think we kind of want to do a show again. And yeah. But Genndy said, no, I'm not doing it that way. And that's what led people to start kind of the... The fanboy rumor was that Gendy would finish it in some sort of media form, you know, yeah. whether it's a movie or TV. But when they released the comic book a couple years ago, didn't they say that they were talking about bringing it back to the Cartoon Network? Not when they first did it, no. Because <laughs> I asked I asked the first I, the first panel or second panel, I asked the question, is this going to be the official con, con- yeah, official continuation that would lead to an ending and they said no. But that was it. And then from there, the fanboy rumor started that oh, it must be that he'll actually bring it back in a filmed media, whether it's a TV series or a movie. Right. And then, uh, kind of out of the blue, was when he released that one. I mean, now it's almost two years ago mm-hmm. when he just that one image, and you're like, oh my god.
2: Oh yeah, that's Man. what it
1: was. The, that
3: image. Yeah, well, the, the
1: image. It took them a year. Almost, I think it was almost a year. It was something like nine months between. The first time they showed that image to say, "Hey, we're coming back," and actually get the first episode on the air. Yeah, well, I mean, it also—I mean—it takes a couple of years to, to, you know, yeah, to get that animation well, and,
2: done. And he, he tried to get money for it, and no one was putting up for a full-length movie, though either. So I got a couple of dollars. <laughs> That's what Phil said. Did you do a crowdfunding.
0: <laughs> Phil said, "I got a oh. couple dollars."
2: <laughs> and I thought it was uh, funny that he shouted out uh, Eric Bowza for being like. Uh, Heavy hitter in the voiceover actor. He's like, ah, they'll get him instead of me to do certain jobs. Dude, Eric's on everything. Uh, er- Eric's. Oh yeah. yeah. No, I
1: know. I was just talking to him about his Fozzie the other day. His, his, for the Muppet Babies, mm-hmm. he was really mm-hmm. worried that he didn't nail it. He was so worried that he because he was trying to do Frank Oz's voice so much. And he's yeah. like, I'm. He was. I was scared to death that I didn't get it. He was, I've been waiting for reviews to tell, to say whether mm-hmm. or not. I was like, dude, I listened to it. It sounded amazing. It awesome. was, like, spot on.
0: Yeah, he posted something on Instagram. And I heard it, and I was like, that's that's really good. You do a really good job.
1: Well, it's been mm-hmm. on, you know, they've been doing promos for it on Disney uh, Disney mm-hmm. Channel and Disney XD all week. Even yeah. Disney Junior. So I was like, yeah, but he is, Vals has shown up everywhere now. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty cool that, that you cool. got a shout out. Yeah. And Eric's so never going to talk to us again. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe well, not you. It didn't
2: work. No, no, he's never talked to anyone yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, and last but not least, uh, Bendis made his first showing after being ill and having like two uh, near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. He looks good. Uh, and he announced his Jinx World imprint at DC, much like uh, Icons line on Marvel. Oh, um, I forgot about that. And uh, he's getting, hes they're going to put out new Powers graphic novels, Scarlet Volume 3, and then he and... <laughs> really? <laughs> Does I, he still have to finish Volume 2? <laughs> no, Volume 2 was done, wasn't
1: it? I don't I even don't remember. Think, uh, I never read anything uh, after the first two issues. I read that first issue and it felt so much, so much like Wanted. Of, of know, Scarlet. Volume 2? and Any of it. I, the first issue I ever read of Scarlet, I'm like, oh, this is just Wanted. Yeah. Like, so much ones... so. Oh, the first just, book is, yeah. Like, forget
2: it. Uh, and uh, him and Michael Gatos are working on a book together. Also, it's about a tattoo artist for the Yakuza who Meets her opposite hmm. in a rival gang. And it's not, like, action-action. It's more like a Romeo and Juliet type story. So, maybe. So.
1: That sounded
2: interesting. but That sounds cool.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of people having near-death experiences in our age range anymore. <laughs> Kevin Smith just had that massive heart attack. Yeah, Bendis is sick. You know. I do love the Kevin Smith thing where everyone's like, but he lost a lot of weight. I'm like, dude, skinny people have heart have yep. of... attacks all the time. Yeah, yeah but his mom has had heart well, yes, said His His, his dad thing died. is just his parents, genetic as much yeah. as anything else. Yeah. His, his entire family has had a heart history. Mm-hmm. And he lost a lot of weight, but he's still overweight. Yeah, yeah. but... The first reaction Wait. I saw to it for so many other things was, but he's lost weight. And it's like that doesn't mean that I'm like, come on, man, it doesn't the mean internal that... issues don't go away. Yeah. Yeah. Well and the, the stress on, that you put on your heart all that time doesn't yeah, isn't going to just be miraculously healed. Right. And it's not like, you know, he's out exercising every day and running a lot, so yeah. his heart's
2: getting you know Well there's still still cholesterol going through your body, so Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh. And then the blockage is just there from Years and years of buildup. Anyway, so he was like, he said, "Man, I only
1: had like two joints <laughs> that day." I was like, "I don't know why I was feeling sick and <laughs> nauseous." He's like, "I thought I got some bad stuff." <laughs> nope. <laughs> um. So, right. anything else? Because uh, you got what tomorrow still left up at uh, Emerald City.
2: I just have tomorrow, and tomorrow's schedule is Dark Horse manga. Artists who write and Purposeful. the talkback, which is always oh. fun. I don't like so. anything
1: that you guys do.
2: <laughs> Actually, I went to I, well, I went to the talkback last year, and there was like ten people in. I, it, it's never a full house in there, but I was hoping to hear more of the bigger problems. <laughs> I love hearing how pissed off people get about stupid stuff that they can't really control.
3: Yeah,
2: but but the person leading the the uh, talkback isn't quite like San Diego's guy who just, like, okay, I'll know that. Thanks. Like, <laughs> just cold and doesn't give a crap about the actual complaint. So, uh, oh, that guy's hilarious. Is, is um, it the
1: guy with the um, – uh, has the tattoos, with the bald head with the, um, with the gauges in his ear? Is it
2: wow. – is he the one that does I'm it at what? San
1: Diego? No, about.
2: it's some uptight dude with... Uh, yeah, it's colossi- someone of actual <laughs> management.
1: Well, because, I mean, <laughs> that, that dude's been around for a long time. I just can't... I don't know what his role is. Yeah, it's probably not that high up in corporate that's going to sit in front of a panel of people that are going, I'm in a wheelchair and I can't get anywhere. Yeah.
2: What's the crowd size there this year? It's, it feels worse this year. Um, there is a lot more kids earlier on. Uh, kids. kids don't like cons. Like on Thursday and Friday, ah, it's so annoying. Uh, con- but cons the, it, are no longer
0: about comics, my friend. It,
2: but like the parents and the grandparents or aunts and uncles that bring kids that don't know how to navigate, or not not with kids know how to navigate around, mm-hmm. and they just let the kids lead. It's they get in the way. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot decent amount of uh, wheelchairs. Going around, which is fine, but takes up a lot of room. Mm-hmm.
0: We're gonna and, have our uh,
2: family
1: reunion at Comic Con this year. they
2: they have a lot more artists this year than they did last year, and the table setup, or at least it seems like it, the table setup is completely different. Uh, and it just seems like they were able to get more artists, but the walkways didn't don't seem as leeway. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, it's about the same as Artist Alley's walkways at San Diego. But uh, just still tons of different artists that you don't see at San Diego or down south. So. Yeah, because they can't get there. Well, Livio's there well, yeah. this week, isn't he? Huh? Well, there's still a lot of people that we know that are no, up yeah, up there. Yeah. there. But Livio goes all over the place, though. Yeah. Livio goes mm-hmm. to and Dubai all these every year. Like, but um, I was talking to... You remember at WonderCon, the uh, guy who puts the metal sculptures together with like nuts and bolts and all that crap? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he told me the uh price of a booth this year at san diego is like four grand i'm like ugh, wow and that's how you can get in right oh yeah that's that's just the guy the guy that
1: you turned me on to that was there last year at emerald city that was then at wonder justin chase yeah he mentioned the fact that he's been on san diego's waiting list for like five years he just cannot get a booth yeah there's literally no room for him because he he does he does chicago uh, he said that in the, the years before he did Chicago, Emerald City, and then a bunch of stuff in Canada, because I think he's yeah. from Toronto or something like that. And uh, I don't so, remember. if I remember right, it could be wrong, but that was the only shows he was doing. And then last year he was able to get into WonderCon because he yeah. bought he didn't buy and he didn't buy a space in Artist Alley. He bought a booth with somebody else. Right, mm-hmm. like somebody else already had the booth, and they decided to split it. Yeah, and that's he said it's the only way he's ever going to get into San Diego. is to find someone who's willing to split the booth in half. And you've seen that more and more now as guys are splitting booths in half. Well I talked to oh, yeah. I talked to the producers at uh, BBC America that have had that one little spot for years that have been begging for a larger booth. Yeah, we don't have to worry about that now. They can't. Nobody watches BBC America anymore. <laughs> they don't have half the shows that they did when <laughs> But yeah, they they've been trying the buzz to buzz for a, that is gone. <laughs> they made Doctor Who have a vagina no. Well, they don't out. even have half the shows that you know they were having then. I mean, you know, Orphan Black's gone. Um, Broadchurch isn't. You know, they're not doing another series right now. Well, just in terms of that Sherlock, all those, that pop culture buzz that they had for a couple of years is all gone. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I can tell because when I walk in here, it's not always on BBC America. Anymore. <laughs> well, the only thing they keep showing now is uh, Planet Earth too, and I've seen that a hundred times now. It's like it's like when you turn it on. the to what G4 was. You remember, it was all cops. That's like what Paramount <laughs> is during the day. Nothing but cops. Um, so, does WonderCon feel, or excuse me, does uh, Does Emerald City feel bigger
2: than uh, WonderCon? It, uh, I enjoy it more. Um, in terms of just the array of stuff. The main shore floor has definitely a bunch of different stuff, but there's, you got your gaming section. You got your homegrown uh, crowd, which is cool. I, I think that's really awesome that they have locals here at like their separate area. And some of them have like matured up to Artist Alley, or it was their choice in terms of oh I was in the Homegrown last year, I want to go up to Artist Alley because I saw one guy and I bought a print from him, and I saw him last year in the Homegrown, and I saw him in Artist Alley this year. So, that's but
1: awesome. um, well, that show for a long time was one of those you know people had remarked that that show was sort of the last bastion of the semi-big show that was still artist comic friendly and yeah. it started to mm-hmm. change again and everyone's like, oh, and all that stuff and now everyone's like, no, it's Heroes Con and Charlie, like every yeah. year there's a new one they're like,
2: no, this is the one yeah. that doesn't
1: change I but there's still not, still... there's not a lot of media up there, right? There's not
2: a lot of Oh, no, yeah. there's there's no TV or uh, movies at all, mm-hmm. it's you, you get your panels that showcase certain uh, right. actors maybe like uh, i was in before the twisted tunes panel and they had a couple actors from uh american gods
0: mm-hmm. so
2: and it was just two actors and they were just talking this thrown out crap and it was a laid-back vibe there was no hey here's what's coming up on our uh, media slate so it's still very much uh independent art uh, comics, you have some of those encroachables coming in, like Funko. Uh, oh. Funko's group is... Funko needs to go away. <laughs> but, well, but
1: Funko still isn't a media panel, though. I mean, it's still, at least, it's no, merchandise. No, I know, but it's just, right. in
2: terms of merchandise, it's just massive. Well, yeah, but at least it's still just merchandise. But you're not you know, getting the TV yeah, movie yeah, presence. Yeah, you, you don't yet. have
1: Paramount having a booth for no reason. You know, or, I, or I stuff know, like that. Yeah. And the Funko thing's just, as long as they make exclusives, that's where everyone's gonna go. In two years, Funko's mm-hmm. gonna be dead, because they're just running out of I mean, it's, you, you never think that the is one of those companies you look at and you go, there, "There can't be any more licenses." And then you realize, "Oh, they didn't do Jurassic Park. Oh, they didn't do yeah. uh, He-Man. Oh, they didn't do this or they didn't do that." And you're like, "Holy crap!" It's just, and as long as new stuff's there, they're, now now they're just doing obscure movies now. You know, it's not just Jurassic Park's not an obscure movie. They just haven't done it. They didn't do it when Jurassic World came out. Which I'm is surprised my surprise. they haven't done a Lady Bird what? one yet because I mean, they've done. It seems like every other Oscar movie they've done this year.
0: Well, let alone the the disney license they have and every every time disney puts out something new they're gonna be well like yeah it.
1: well the licenses that they hold so like star t- wars and that and, and marvel and all that will t- have t- new yeah. stuff no, no but the thing is the appetite for funko's as a whole now that it's available everywhere i mean mm-hmm. that's all a con is is funko yeah um, yeah that's the, not, like that's not funko's that's booth that's to me it's the fact that Pretty much every even like section. the third
0: third party sellers or are...
1: well no well, it's just every like six... every vendor is mm-hmm. just just pops because yeah. it's so cheap and it's yeah. so easy and they're easy to ship and they're easy to put out there. Then you get to the point where you're looking through all of them, going, "These are the same 200 pops that I've seen over and over and over and over again." Just nobody like, really just has like anything special. Booths. Yeah, and nobody. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, but you can always tell what's on Marvel's liquidation list. Yeah, because those are always in yeah. the truth. Well, it's just like when we went to Long Beach a few years ago. There was out of that small, you know, floor, there were probably eight or nine just sole Funko booths. And Man, it wasn't yeah. Funko, it was you know third no, it's party. a vendor that just yeah. does just does <coughs>
2: Funko. That is one thing though that this con lacks though are the trade booths. Mm. They have one or two and They're not that's the it. only one. Well yeah, I know. But in terms of like that's what I saw last year, too. I'm like, there's nothing. Yeah, I can't find anything and what I the booths that I did find Everything is in alphabetical order, and I'm like, I don't want that. That that takes the <laughs> joy and fun out of searching for crap. So well, there's,
1: there is nothing like going through those boots of deaths and finding something that. Well, there's nothing like it now because they don't exist anymore for, the, for and,
2: the most part. And I'm yeah, and I'm so pissed that still Wonder Woman's out. Put your Wonder Woman stock back into your back issues, for God's sakes! I want the ah, uh, uh, what's his name's <laughs> Run. It pisses me off. I can't find my back issues, but, yeah. It's still it's still a worthwhile con to go to, and it's. Which one
1: is banging on the table? Nobody. Why is this going crazy? You just banged on the table. <laughs> no, but like someone's shaking the table. This thing won't I, stop.
2: Yeah, okay, there it is. It, it's still a fun. It's still a good city to come to, though. I mean, it's cold. It's, it's just there's so it's much cold, cold and stuff rainy. Around. This one we have right now. It's, well, full, no, it's, of, it's full of it, bees it and homeless people <sighs> and
1: piss and stairs.
2: And it's so San, of San Diego.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, but it's not the same. Eh. The San Diego homeless piss smell is dry. Well, that, no, it's you also don't. because they keep moving them farther out. Like, I think this you year, if, if we stay at Hotel Circle again and we take that shuttle in, you're going to go, hey, look, now there's no homeless people on this route. Because every year, they
2: keep moving new hotels back and back, and they kick all <laughs> of them out. I mean, walking between just around the city at in the middle of the night, I feel safe. We're in San Diego, eh, not so much out in the further reaches. But Oh, yeah, if you get out of gas lamp. <laughs>
1: well yeah my my experience in seattle was 15
2: years ago so
1: and it felt like it it was a weird thing where the two nights i was actually in seattle proper it felt like that city just shut down at 6 p.m it was very weird we had such a difficult time to try and find uh food and stuff i guess we were just all in the wrong spots or whatever um but yeah just the, the the being there and again long time ago the prevalence of man this smells like urine <laughs> and lots of stairs. Oh my god! And of course, it's just the way the city's built. Yeah. Oh yeah. And well, there's so there... many stairs. Because it's, it, it, is, it is such an odd thing. Because, you know, it, it it almost moves up. I mean, much like San Francisco, it feels like it's only like on a series of blocks that right. are bigger and bigger. Yeah. You know the, the the pizza place well, that we found well. the first night we were there, I'm two floors above it on the street. Look down and over and like, hey, that pizza place is still open. Like pointing down the 60 feet <laughs> and taking all these stairs to get down there to find that place. And it ends up, there's a, I can't remember what it is now. There were two comic creators that were in an interview talking about how they came up with this comic and they're describing the pizza place where they came up with it in Seattle. I'm like, oh, that was where I was. They like wrote it out on a napkin. Like, hey, we should
2: do it this way. That's pretty cool. Um, yeah.
1: So yeah, Emerald City is definitely worth going to again. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, I'm not gonna actively pursue it again because I wanted to come twice. Uh, like after after coming last year, I wanted to come again. Um, I want to go to C2E2. But uh, if if anybody wants to go, I'll go with. But so, um, okay. but ne- next year is March 14th to the 17th. So, oof. Yeah, yeah. They moved it up two weeks. So. Interesting.
1: Remember, they just keep slowly moving it up because it was like the weekend before or after WonderCon there for a while. No,
2: it used to be the first con like in February. Yeah, it's like like San Diego and Anaheim. It's all a matter of what they want to put wherever and whatever else comes in. The first when I was when I was first became aware of
1: Emerald City, Emerald City was like in February. Like yeah. It was an, it was an early early con, and then right. it kept moving back and back and back, and then it got closer and closer to WonderCon.
2: Yeah. So I,
1: I mean I that, that for that condition. I mean that that's that weekend is third weekend. Usually WonderCon is now third or fourth weekend. I'm right. sorry, second yeah. weekend, and WonderCon is usually second or I'm sorry, third or fourth weekend in March. So you're
2: right April. there. Yeah. Yeah. So it, it might be pushed out depending a bit, but it's it's ran by two different companies. So Reed Pop and yeah. Well, one of the
1: things, like, when they moved C2E2 up also, that was one of the things that affected WonderCon a couple of years ago. I, think it was, I don't think it was yeah. the year it was in L.A., but we know one of the artists that frequents the shop, we yeah. asked him why he wasn't going to WonderCon. He said, I'm going to Chicago. Yeah. I picked Chicago over WonderCon. Yeah. He's like, I'm not going to go home on Monday and pack and leave on Tuesday because for, for C2E2, I want to be there by Tuesday, you know, Tuesday yeah. night, because he has to set up on Wednesday, and that's a, mm-hmm. a four-day con or whatever. Yeah. C T U sounds fun. That's 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 one of the I'd ones like to I'd go to C2E2 like, T U. That'd E2. be awesome.
2: Uh, we'll oh. n- effing planet. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs>
1: All right. So the next time you're here, we'll plan it. Well, the thing with Emerald City is the the tickets go on sale right in the middle of Christmas season.
2: Yes. So it's always it, a look
1: at it, and I'm like, I. It was
2: October. Yeah, it's October. Yeah. yeah.
1: So October, and then it just gets in that that, that fourth quarter season. I'm like, I don't know if I can justify laying down it. And then it also it sells out like in five minutes. Right again. Like well, that too. was the I,
2: had, I had to buy. I went on right at the time that the tickets went on sale, and all the four day badges were gone. I'm like, come on.
1: Yeah, know the, the so I had to buy
2: individuals all the whole time.
1: Yeah, the first year when you were,
2: you were in Japan the first year, right? They yeah, went on sale. Sure. Well, I, I I came back, the day, uh, after, and all the four I. Figured the forty badges would be gone by then, so I had to buy all individuals. Yeah, the 2016 one,
1: I was sort of like, oh, I can wait, and then I looked and it was all sold out. I was like, oh, that's not. Gonna yeah.
2: Some like, well, this sucks. I just had to pay thirty dollars extra for another day. But not that bad, though. Yeah. No, not... Well, people don't get Christmas gifts then. So <laughs> that's <laughs> how you
1: justify that. So, what do you guys think about the WonderCon uh, lottery system that they're coming up for exclusive? Uh... Well, according to the internet, it sucks. But according well, to, the according editor, to it, everything sucks. sucks. <laughs> well, it's a lottery system for exclusive signings So for now. For now. I think it, it's testing the waters. It's like they did it's last the R- year with the RFID. The RFID. RF- yes, with the RFID. That's was two years ago, wasn't it? Was it two years ago? I thought it was two years ago because I thought it wasn't at L.A. the first time. <laughs>
2: mm, yeah.
1: Yes. Yes.
2: Yeah. But WonderCon used it before San
3: Diego. Yes,
1: Wonder when WonderCon was in LA, that was the first time they used it. It's because they they didn't mail them. This is the yeah, because the first year, remember, because it was in LA, because it was just in front of the buildings, just in front of the rooms itself, and everyone kept showing up. That was the year that we went there, and I made the complaint that ninety percent of the people in the building, in the building itself, didn't have badges. (laughs) And then when it went to Anaheim, is when they cut you in two thousand seventeen. It went. uh, They did. You know, next to the food trucks, and at both ends of that T, yes. to keep people that didn't have badges <laughs> from hitting the fountain in the front of the building and stuff like that. They're moving them out farther and farther. They're moving out farther and farther because if you have a badge, you shouldn't be in front of the con like that. I mean, right. in San Diego yep. would love to do that, but it's so open there, and you really can't control that environment. Unless, in order to you wear imagine, to get unless you completely in. blocked off Gaslamp, and they're never going to. You'd have yeah. to, you'd you have, have to mass, block off that mass street. Mass of we, we keep paper. talking about that for the same thing. Mm-hmm. If they could block <laughs> off Shut that street, yeah. You know,
2: Harbor Boulevard. You're not gonna all... block
1: off Harbor Boulevard yeah. in order to do it. There's too many entrances to it basically. Right. There's too many yeah. places that you can get into. Because again, whether whether it's a valid complaint or not, one of the complaints is I have I have a badge and I can't do anything outside of the building anymore because even the other events that are just even just right outside of it, you can't walk on that sidewalk. No. And ninety no. percent mm-hmm. not ninety percent. I would I would say any at any given time of a busy day like Saturday, forty percent of the people that are walking back and forth don't have badges. Well, They're I just would walking say ninety percent forth. of the people that are doing ninety percent of stuff, the people that are in gas lamp don't have ga- don't have badges. Right. I'm talking about directly in front of the building where the buses are. Oh yeah, it's just people walking back and forth trying to take pictures, and of course then nobody can move. Well, that's why I, th- I still think they need to put up like a fence that cuts off you know right Along, there on, on but a, you can't that's the problem is is what they would have to do is build a barrier where the buses are and it can't there's too many buses well they have a bar- they already have a barrier no i'm talking about a barrier between the street and the sidewalk and then make an l to cut those edges you can't do no, that cause because now they have the barrier all the that, that allows the, the buses only to go up there well yeah but that's not that's not what i'm talking about right the people that are in that lane that lane is bus only anyway right but because those buses have to drop off in six different spots they can't cause they can't put a barrier between the street and the and the sidewalk if you can't put that barrier there then you can't put a choke point all the way down by the hilton right in order to build what basically would be a gate now one of the things that this lottery system in at WonderCon, and again, it's for big signings. That's great. That's this isn't the the issue <laughs> here. Isn't the, it's when they decide is that what they're going to use for Hall H, Ballroom Twenty, uh, any major mm. panel that you're looking at, mm-hmm. so that you can eliminate the lines that are there. Where you're basically telling the what does Hall H hold? Uh, like Almost ten thousand. Okay, yeah. so you tell ten thousand people you have you have a guaranteed seat for Friday. Those people don't have to line up anymore. Right. I mean you'd still get people to line up because they want to sit in the front. Or you give so many of them. I mean yeah. that's, it's it's, it's and, then you, and then you limit your line outside. Well that th- if you're going if you do that then you're, you're going to have you're a You're still doing the same problem. But yeah. One of the things with it also with the lottery is if you do a, a max then you're not telling people that are in line we have no idea. This is the this is the exclusive line thing all the time. Well this is the thing that they were talking Funko about not was, wanting to do with uh Hasbro and Mattel and all them that they do with with Funko. Funko has well, Funko lottery. still. Funko has a lottery in line or whatever. But basically, they're telling you we only have five hundred items. The line is two thousand people. Right. If we're not doing if it's the five hundred people that are up there, that's it. This is the Rickmobile thing that we had at, at Earth Two. That was one of the problems. They didn't tell us there's eight hundred items max. If everybody just buys one item, it's eight. There's eight hundred items in that in yeah. that that van. We had over 2,000 people in line. And so we had 1,200 people that were all pissed off because they couldn't get anything. Because then, then, then the Rickmobile would come to us you know, halfway through the afternoon and go, oh, you need to cut this. I'm like, now? Yeah. You if you would have <laughs> told us that five hours ago, that would have been awesome. I got a bunch of people in line that are just never going to get up there. And they're never going to come
2: back to the shop. And they were never coming to the <laughs> well, shop. Anyway. Yeah, that's <laughs> why they well, – for I know.
1: something like that, they, they need to do the lo- lottery. You know you only have 10,000 know, Luke and Ray's then do a 10,000 well, okay, lottery. But, the, but here's the thing. If you have items that you're allowing people to, say, buy two of, do you then limit it to 5,000? If you have 10,000 items but you're allowing people to buy doubles, do you only give out 5,000 tickets? That's part of the problem with the lottery thing. I mean, that's the, there's a lot of things, especially for exclusives like that, that lottery becomes difficult. Right. Because, you know, you're basically, if you're in line, you're telling your interest. And one of the problems, the second problem with this is, you have to pick a line at San Diego. Yeah. So if you're there on Thursday, if you want Star Wars, you got to be in this line. If you want Funko, you got to be in this line. If you want Mattel, you want to be in this line. Well, instead, I just click Hasbro, Mattel, Funko, and I get a lottery ticket for all three that day. I get to go to all three. I mean, that's that's the, the there's there's more to it. It's like you kind of have to pick and choose.
3: Well, but it also but also if you eliminate
1: down... the lines, what is the floor going to look like? True. But also with doing a lottery, it cuts down on the the vendors or the retailers buying up all the exclusives and turning around and selling them. The retailers are buying up exclusives off their own badges anyway, off badges that they're they out, or they're buying food. them from you. Almost every retailer is willing to offer you money to stand in line at Hasbro and buy everything that's there. You, if you knew you were getting it, like you're on the Hasbro line and you have your ticket, and I'm coming back at twelve. I guarantee you, walk to any retailer and say, hey. I want to get Ray and Luke, and I want to get Thrawn. I don't care about anything else. How much are you going to give me to get Transformers and Minecraft and Magic the Gathering and Marvel or whatever? Well, see, yeah, but some of the, most of these exhibitors also are getting attendee badges, regular attendee badges. And they're buying them up the night of preview night. So, they're, and, they're, and then they're going back... Yeah, well, that's why they they cut the number of badges for vendors also. That's what the vendors complained about last year, was the fact that people were getting... You have a vendor that's admitting that they're at the booth the entire day. It's a small booth, and they ask for 18 badges. Like, that's not going to work. Well, even when we did the podcast there, we had... I had, I think, 10 extra badges.
3: Mm -hmm.
1: You know, not only did we have badges that were our professional, then we also had... um, our panels' yeah, badges, and, yeah. but we also yeah. got attendee badges, and I mean it's just like they kept uh, every time I'd go back up there. They go, you know, you still have more badges available. Yeah, well, that was because they give you attendee badges because they expect if you have people coming for the panel, you want to make sure that everyone, right, whoever your panelist is, can bring their their wife or sure. husband, yeah. you know their family or whatever. I mean that's why the pro thing is is gives you a badge sometimes or whatever, right, just to make sure you can do that or at least offer or you it brings you your, your to, assistant or somebody. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so well, the WonderCon exclusive signing lottery is. Do you? I mean, you've seen a lot of what's going on with the internet, how everybody's complaining, or you know, well, what it seemed to what be again think? is I that mean, the the system crashed. I mean, that's that's from yes. from rolling through the thing. It's the system crashed for whoever, you know. Let's say it's Jim Lee or whatever, because you know usually it's a lottery system anyway because you get tickets at the DC booth. Right. This eliminates the this eliminates you having to go to the DC booth for someone like Jim Lee if that's part of the. I didn't even see who the list is because I don't care. I don't think um, they showed the list. I think it was just no, to you, sign up. No, no, You're signing up for specific people. Was it for specific? Supposedly it's for specific people because it's stupid to yeah, just yeah. go, oh, the lottery. Great. I get someone from Once Upon a Time. I don't care. <laughs> right. That doesn't mean anything to me.
2: But It's for the big namer. Yeah. So,
1: so are they doing it like they do the the hotel lottery where you pick your top six and no, then you, you have put maybe in, a couple you put, I, I want to go to Jim Lee. I want to go to Scott Snyder. I want to go to John Barrowman, and I want to go to Mark Hamill. Well, and I just click all four of those. Eclectic. Whatever. But yeah. whatever. You click those four. Each and you're one like, has this, its own separate each lottery. Each one has its own separate lottery. I could get all four or I could get zero. Right. And getting right. one supposedly does not keep you from getting another. It's not like if you get one, we drop you out of the whole thing. Sure. You're yeah. putting in for those – because it's the same thing. When Mattel used to do um, – you know, Mattel used to do the the, the tickets for uh-huh. their stuff – Graffiti used to do tickets, you know, the raffle tickets and whatever. It's not like if you walked over, have you been in the Mattel booth? Yes, I have. Well, I'm sorry, I can't give you a graffiti one then. Right. You know, it's individual before your thing. Now, within it, you you know, they scan your badge and you're like, you have a ticket. Once you have the ticket, if you pass it, they scan your badge. And you're like, we can't give you, we're not giving you another ticket. But it's just, it's kind of, it's weird. It's amazing to see this now 18 years after first going. You know, consistently, 2001, 2002, 2003. You just walk up to anything and just oh, yeah. buy it. Yeah. And it wasn't a big deal. But, you know, it's just it's it's crazy to see all the stuff that you loved as a kid that you didn't give up. That all of a sudden other people are like, yeah, okay, you know what? I'm not going to give up my love for any of this stuff too. Now I want to go. And all this type of stuff. Right. Everybody became me. Became us. You are know, like,
3: oh, yeah, okay.
2: Um,
1: <laughs> do you think that a lot of people are, are miss? misreading this, thinking that, oh, well, I'm not going to be able to get any signings because it's all, you know. and there's a possibility. Not realizing that it's only for, like, some of the bigger names, some of the more. Well, no, names. but it's the, the complaint is also if you're willing to put in the work, if you're willing to be there at 3 a.m. to stand in line for Jim Lee, what makes somebody who doesn't really care but thinks, ah, I'll just see if I can get Jim's right. in there. I mean, there's, there's a, a a devil's advocate argument for that. Of If you're willing to spend four days to get into Hall H on a Saturday so you can see two minutes of a Marvel trailer that you can see on YouTube two minutes afterwards, are we really telling those people, you know what? There's no- and, and it's, it's the people that, it's are, a lottery that are thing go- with going to those cons for those specific, for those specific reasons. So yeah. what the person that sits there and says, my entire con is going to Marvel, and I didn't get the lottery ticket, so I'm not going at all. Right. What does that do? I mean, that's, that's where you wonder, does that have that effect where you have people going, well, if, if now I can't do anything, there's nothing I can do that increases my chance of getting into the panel I want to or getting the signature I want to, in that case, why bother? Because right. I, I can't do anything. It's all up, up to the, the luck of the draw. But, I mean, they already do it. It's, it's, the CW, all of those things are, are raffles. Yeah, every single yeah. one of those signings for Arrow and Flash and Legends of Tomorrow, those are all raffles. Well, yeah, you, which mean, you is walk up to it, you get in, you you get you, a ticket, and then if you get have the get right ticket, ticket, yeah, then you you go through. You can get through pretty. Far. I mean, the first ticket that we ever went for was when Mike and I went, and, and I did more than he did was for G four. Right, was for Attack of the Show, and oh, yeah. we just went through the line twice to see if you picked a ticket. They took the tickets and they basically stamped. The they stamp the tickets winners or losers right away, so you knew immediately whether you were it, going to be yeah. able to get in or not. And then, so you would pull it out, and it's like, oh, okay, it's this. Oh, okay, you, you didn't get in, and you could go through that until all of them were gone, right? Because they basically counted it. Let's say there's fifteen hundred, and they get to fifteen hundred, like, okay, there's no more, and then everybody just turned around, like, okay, how much for this? Hundred dollars to meet Olivia Munn. She'll sleep with you. Come on. <laughs> oh. Well,
2: that- I'll take that. $200? <laughs> Just be an executive producer or something. <laughs> I can
1: show you where she lives. No, yeah, that's I'm creepy. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, yeah, but that's because I, I worked at her house. Uh-huh, sure you did. <laughs> you also tell her you love that show. That was a piece of crap. <laughs> oh Well, yeah, she needed encouragement. She was sad that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she was sad because she watched it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she should have comforted me for watching it. Should have come to me for watching because I didn't watch it for her. Um, Steve Woods was on that show and she was amazing. And I'm watching, it going, nope. Do you? Because you, you keep talking, Chris. That sometimes you know, you, well, you, sometimes you mention. Yes, I that. keep talking. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> when stop. you're talking, you mention that uh, the bubble bursting on the cons and mm-hmm. you know the CCI ones in general. Do you think that the induction of of this could lead to? Because everything, they keep changing. I don't know. I said five years ago that it would take five years, yeah. and it's still... Well, it's just like the, I, I... the, the funny thing I get to with, with uh, you know, I'm a part of a, a Disneyland vintage group on Facebook, which is basically people that just bitch about Disneyland. Right. And every time, like, there's a recent price increase, and yeah. know, it's $10, $15 a ticket or whatever. I'm like, well, no one can go anymore. And, of course, the first person's like, yeah, it's weird because they have record crowds every, every single, single year. Yeah. But no one can go. It's weird. No one's gonna to go to Star and Wars love, Land yeah, because it's. raised you know, raise the, the price. I love the people that are also like, well, no, it should be cheaper. It should be cheaper. Like, yes, they'd have to close the park at ten a.m. Fifty dollars a ticket. Can you imagine the crowds? You would close the park at ten a.m. That'd yeah. be it. You, you open the doors, the first fifteen hundred people go in, or you know, it's not fifteen hundred, but right. whatever. And then like gates closed. Nobody can come in for the rest of the day. Yeah. Like it's 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 such a stupid thing. It's the same here. That you know. Comic Con gets bigger because of the demand. If they're really getting half a million requests for tickets, that's insane. Yeah, and you're only getting two hundred thousand people if that. If that. Yeah. If that. And mm-hmm. you know you have you're, you're probably getting two hundred fifty. W- you have two hundred thousand people total, inside and outside. You no, know, I'm talking about no. you're getting two hundred Just... two hundred thousand people. Oh, you're, media. You're... Staff. Yes. There. You know. It's two hundred, two hundred and fifty thousand people that are able to get within the building at any given then time. Then we'll get a badge of some type. Yes. Or work it. But or, then or you what have probably have you. another fifty to a hundred that are outside. Oh, doing you know, you things. have double that. If you go, if you really get into gas lamp, especially Saturday night. Yeah. It's it's there's a lot of people down there. Because you can get into which is why I'm surprised it's been as calm as it's been. As few times that we've had any sort of major incident or or. You know,
0: well, also there's a ton of police. Also. Yeah, but still a ton wow. of
1: police. There's sixty. There's sixty locks. But the stuff at, at Petco yeah. Park, you can get into that without a badge. Mm-hmm. You, and the, the Nintendo, the, the Nintendo's uh, Most suite of the ex- you can get into most of the experiences that are off site are not badge related, right? Unless they have their own, like Nerd HQ was. Nerd HQ, you didn't have to have right. a Comic Con badge. You had to have a Nerd HQ. You had to get in there and yes. sign up or whatever. You didn't have to have a Comic Con patch to do it. If you're not, because a, a lot of those things are not associated with Comic Con directly. Right. They're not associated with CCI.
0: Right. When, like when what's his
1: face, uh, you know, spends a million dollars to rent out Petco so that he can watch, he can hang out with David Tennant and not have anybody else do it. That's not CCI. He's yeah, doing it on his the own. The Game of Thrones cafe or whatever. It exactly. Was, All those things are. are like, if if we had the money, we could rent out Petco. Sure. And make it whatever we want it to be. AMC buys. The Walking Dead experience there. Right. They ran out Petco to run that. You didn't need a badge to do that. Uh, I think YouTube has their own. place. YouTube, they they all. It, it's, yeah. it's, it's it's all around it, and that's my fear for WonderCon because there's no room around WonderCon. Right now there is, because <laughs> the Annabella Hotel's gone and that whole that area right there behind where the. Yeah, but there's nothing. There's no. You know what I'm talking yeah, about. There's no room to do what you would do. I mean, correct. We, I passed by it. Uh, when I was driving Shelley home in January, yeah, after we went to we went to Disneyland for the day, I'm rolling through around that area and I'm just going through that circle and because Melissa, excuse me, had went with us last year to Comic Con, and you know I had I had told her before I was like, there's no way that Comic Con was down here and is the same experience and everything, and she's looking. Around, I was like, yeah, there's nothing here. Yeah, it's just this is just not open. It's I mean, just, you could close off those parking lots and stuff right around, you know, but there's the nothing entrance. there. That's the thing is there's no bars. There's, no, there's not a lot oh, of restaurants. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's just hotels. The, Unless you around the convention center, Disney, which has a few. Yeah, but down, we had 14 people trying to go to dinner at Downtown Disney, which is not happening this year. No, and we're not. And it took us two hours to get in. Yeah. Can you imagine Downtown Disney being the only place for a con that has 200,000 people? Oh, yeah. All those restaurants would just close. They're like, yeah. nope, sorry, we can't. The, all of our servers are dead. Our chef had a heart attack trying to make 32 meals a minute. Now, if they took that area where the Annabella was and they turned that into like a big gas lamp type that's know, not enough. area, that's like not a enough shopping like, area. You're talking about 16 by 16 blocks in the gas lamp. I mean, that's, there just isn't the room. Could you move Comic-Con there? Sure. Is it going to be the same experience? Not even close. No. Not even close. The biggest area that you have happens to be a Disney parking lot. Yeah. If you can knock down the Toy Story lot and turn that into Murderer's Row of bars and restaurants, Sure. Yeah, but nothing but a bunch of pop-ups that show up just but that's, for the week at Comic-Con. Yeah. But <laughs> right. that's... I'm surprised Disney hasn't rented that
2: out. That was um, like WonderCon moving to L.A.
1: Yeah, WonderCon moved to L.A. It wasn't anything close to what we thought it would be. No, nah. it's not. It looked, it looked nothing like it. Oh, fact, that's because L.A. sucks. Matter of fact, wasn't, well, wasn't uh, Stan Lee's Con bigger? Kamikaze bigger than what WonderCon was? It's the same thing. It's in like 15 rooms. Yeah. That's, that's the problem. L.A. is not <laughs> one long room. That's... The L.A. Convention Center is not built for a classic Comic-Con experience as we've seen as one big show floor and then small rooms for other things. I mean, to have one room that's your hot topic stage of stupidness and then all the cosplayers around it, and then the other room is sort of vendors, and then there's another room with this, and there's a reason why publishers don't do L.A. And the WonderCon experience, and it's always on a different floor, which is stupid. Yeah. I'm. You get through it, and you're just like you're shocked that Celebration could make. You could tell that Star Wars was not as big in 2007 as it was in 2017 right. because it was it was held there, and you're like, oh, Ooh. look at the the shop was its own freaking room, and I'm like, that was the, the best size of a floor. That's I was so shocked when we went to Celebration in Anaheim. And, for 2015, ahead of Force Awakens, and when I saw that, oh, oh that's the store. Yeah, you have this much room, and that's this. How is that the store? That makes no sense. It's so small. Badge pickup had a bigger area. Yeah, in 2007, you had a whole room. Like we were, I still remember you running through with your bag like a freaking parachute. Yeah, or whatever. <laughs> oh, it was crazy. Uh, no, but the Anaheim Convention Center could hold Comic Con and what it has within inside the building. Yeah, it are gonna break it up though. It doesn't the, – the floor from end to end isn't – because of that atrium in the middle, it just isn't That's the same That's the problem thing. there. The you, atrium in the middle causes that bottleneck. You already have a bottleneck
2: yes, trying to get from one end of, of the
1: floor to the other. No, I'm talking about in San Diego. I mean, San Diego oh, yeah, is yeah, a yeah, bottleneck yeah, yeah. as it is just yeah. because there's so many people. You know, We've become – I don't want to say experts, but we've become quite versed in how to avoid some of those places. Right. And what you do in order to get around and what have you. Anaheim with those two bottlenecks around the atrium in the middle. And that atrium would just be packed with people. You can't put anything in it like yeah. you do at WonderCon to have a, to have a, um, uh, what's it called? To have a, 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 a food truck or whatever in there. Right. Not a chance. Because um, it would just be, the food truck lined would then go through the other line. <laughs> We've been ranting for 49 minutes about that. Yeah. Uh, what well, do you think about things? the Avengers changing their date? Uh, makes sense. The best thing about it was how they did it. Well the best it thing about it was how they did they it, but did the best it. thing that they did about it was they finally admitted that releasing it internationally before America is a stupid idea. Right. In order to reach that date. I mean that's I, I you, you hit that date, great. But even we're talking about this at work, like it's it actually helps us that it's not the weekend of free comic. Book, oh, sure. That you know, Carr finally said we could actually do a screening if we wanted to. Yep. You know, we could take the staff down or whatever, or we could try to buy out a theater from fans or whatever. So, we're in like, you know, very early ideas of how to do that. Mm-hmm. Because we can't. Be, I mean, I take Friday morning off in order to see the big one the last couple of years because I hated going to free comic book day going, please don't talk about Avengers. Please don't talk about Avengers. Please don't talk about Guardians. Please don't talk about. Could you guys not talk about Avengers? Can you guys not talk about this? Can you not talk about Captain America? Can you, you know. Now it's. It, I went Age of Ultron to Civil War, The the. Beginning of the day cause yeah. like I get and then I get to work at one and I'm there till midnight to get ready for free comic book day. Yep, and then people come in like, where's well, your free comic? I don't want to buy anything. It's free. Can I have eight hundred free comic, please? And then also now we'll give you a week to prepare for whatever little special thing that they add in there. You know, like if, if for some reason they add. Well, Captain Marvel's a bad example because you're already, you know, preparing for Captain Marvel. That doesn't affect you much at but all. But if it's somebody, it really, it, it really does. I mean, anything that you're already, what well, the uh, credit scene? Yeah, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. That doesn't do anything for you. It, it's uh, the you already know the big things. You're going into this. We knew Infinity Gauntlet and Thanos. All you know, all stock and stuff like that. We know that that's what people are going to be looking for. Um, anything that that would surprise you in any of them. It it doesn't. I mean, any any of the big films that are there. Yeah, but for Black Panther, you know, the Bucky thing at the end, I know, spoiler, but two weeks out, if you haven't seen it, sorry. The Bucky thing at the end, and they call him the White Wolf, you know. That doesn't, it didn't affect anything. Nothing? No one came in looking for White Wolf stuff? No one came in looking for anything that they weren't looking for the week before Black Panther, which Mm -hmm. is Tanishi Coates Volume 1. That's all they're looking for. That's all all they're looking for because it has the Dormaji in it. It has, you know, all the stuff that's kind of almost a basis of this, of the film or whatever. So, it really, it doesn't, it, that won't affect you. The, having it the week before is helpful because it also isn't people that are going to see it Saturday. Yes. The hopeful thing is, we get a lot of kids that come in after they've seen it. You know, yeah. or, oh yeah, we're on our way. Especially in, the, in Sherman you Oaks because it's by, uh, way, yeah. it's by the um uh the Arclight. Yes. And so... You get a lot of people there that are like, well, we came to Like we parked, and we walked down the boulevard, and we're coming here, and now we're going to turn around and go back and see whatever movie. Um, what was the one that opened last year? Huh? What opened in May last year? Was there one for Free Comic Book Day last Civil year? Civil War? Civil War was two years no. ago, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Guardians. Was Guardians the first weekend? Guardians, it was Thank Guardians you. too. Okay. Yeah, So uh, Civil War is two years ago. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't go see that one. The morning of, yeah, it was it was Guardians too for, for uh, free comic book day. No, I like it because, you know, the other thing is you also ran the chance of a spoiler coming out of the year you know, from wherever it opened before the United States. Well, that's the problem. Is is the thing that that, as people were saying, why do they do this? Why do they do this? It's right in that last tweet where Marvel or Russo Brothers or whatever, were like, we're excited to share this with America the same day that the rest of the world gets to see it or share it with everybody at the same time or whatever it was. It was basically whatever statement they're making saying everyone gets to see this within the same 24 hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think it has a ton to do with piracy. Oh yeah. Because if you're sitting there Friday morning and you're going, I can go spend 10 bucks tonight or 20 bucks tonight, whatever, and go see it, or I got to wait till Sunday and someone has pirated it and I can watch it for free because it looks like crap. Yeah. Then you're going to go spend the money. Because you're like, I don't, I don't want to wait two days. But if you're sitting there on Friday morning going, I've already seen it twice because somebody in England stole it. Yeah. Somebody in Australia stole it. I mean, Shelly in Australia has told me, you know, she saw Thor a week early. And I'm like, Dude, come
3: on. Yeah. Like, I want
1: to see that movie.
0: Come Well, movie. I mean,
1: there's a lot of times with those pirated ones that it's coming out of Russia or China or something. Yeah. And it's a gorgeous copy. It just you have the subtitles on there.
0: Well, not only that, but I think a lot of people started, like, on Instagram, they start videoing certain scenes or whatever and they start putting it through and then it just ends up like on my feed and i'm like really like i'm just scrolling through and i'm like i don't want to yeah you?
1: weird yeah i don't get any of that on my but feet, no, I, wanna, you know? I think the the i think force awakens the guys in front of us were yeah sc- trying to do just the crawl They're like oh i just want to do the crawl and his butt is like, <laughs> and just like ripped his phone out of his hand the twitter <laughs> thing was awesome of robert Daniel. robert like, i want to see it
0: early with your friends? <laughs> or, like, with these friends? You mean How about just... with all
1: of them? <laughs> uh,
0: How about with everybody?
1: It also, I mean, it gives it more room between that and Solo. But I'm, I thought so, I, that's I'm what, shocked. I thought
0: that was the main reason why, is because no, they have three it's, movies it's that are, like, thing. literally back-to-back. It's going to cut into... I think the, uh,
1: the, the thing that we haven't seen that I thought we would have is Ryan Reynolds saying, oh, they're scared of Deadpool. Like, doing some funny... You know, meme or tweet or something like, oh, we scared off the Avengers. They're moving farther away from us because Deadpool's, what, the weekend after? Or yeah. what was supposed Okay, to be the but you, you, do you need an extra week to change? Yeah, something like that, so... Which, you know, I mean, with the Fox deal, you're probably not going to get a lot of that. But it would have been something... Fuck's the done. No, but... It, but it's I, not like Ryan Reynolds s- couldn't do it on his own Twitter without But I can anything. see him doing it with, as a deadpool type that's breaking what the fourth wall. Yeah, that's what it would be. I mean, it's... Not trying to... Not not like the DC Marvel thing where, you know, when you had uh, Batman versus Superman and all that, like, oh, we're moving it up here. Ha, oh, ha, because you're scared of Marvel. And then it was, you know, back and forth all uh-huh. the whole time. This would be more something almost in-universe, you know, joking about it. Mm-hmm. Um,
2: Mikey still hanging in there?
1: Yep. Mikey so. went to
3: bed.
2: So well, I, I got to eat dinner. I'm starving. I haven't eaten since breakfast. Is, this, is it still light up there? Is it still like super? No, so... it's still the Pacific Coast. <laughs> I know, but I'm just saying. It just it, it gets it's light. It's more Dude... Arctic.
1: Well, oh, no. It's, if you get there in the summer, it's... I got the aurora borealis. Look at it
2: right in my kitchen.
1: I don't. The aurora borealis. Locally located, just in your kitchen. No, when you watch watch a Seattle Mariners game in June, and it's ten thirty, and it's still sunlight in Seattle because the because of the way the Earth turns. Yeah, you know. well, it's just the way that it is. Uh, so, what yeah. do you think about uh, Time Warner might be selling off DC? So have, Time Warner is not selling off DC. That that story it's is Warner all BS. Brothers. Warner Brothers is Time Warner is trying to sell off Warner Brothers. Right, which is it's part a possibility of... possibility because Time Warner is trying to get bought by what is it AT and T? AT and T. Mm-hmm. So. They don't think that deal is actually going to go through. Right. So what may happen, and this is a great prelude to what may happen with the Disney Fox deal, is Time Warner would sell off pieces of it that would then make themselves smaller so that the deal would go through. It's not selling off DC. It's selling off Warner Warner Brothers. Brothers, Which Warner Brothers might turn around and buy themselves. Warner Brothers would be its own entity again. Yes. And of course, you have the idiots online going, Well, oh, isn't Disney just going to buy Warner Brothers?" Right. Yeah. If <laughs> they're, they're going to buy no, DC, if more. they buy Fox, they're not going to buy Warner Brothers. Nope. Also, there's no way. And also, they don't want Disney's not interested in the publishing business anyway. They're not going to own DC. They're not going to own Marvel and DC. They yeah. Don't care. I mean, it just isn't. It isn't a thing. Warner Brothers would either be. The the more fear is that Warner Brothers is split off. And then an international company buys them. Right. Much like Sony was bought by, you know, Sony's of the American then it's Japanese and it's all over the place or what have you, or, um, what is it, Legendary? They got yes. bought, bought by, what is it, the Chinese or whoever own Legendary now? Hmm. Whatever it is. But that's that's yeah, the fear is that, like that Warner Brothers gets gets split off. It's not its own entity right. because it needs a corporate overlord in order to get that money kind of funneled through and it gets purchased by a business or studio that's, international and then who knows what happens from there but the disney fox deal is a lot closer to going through now because fox is already looking into buying sinclair the networks which is more controversial than disney buying fox well it's it the the disney fox deal still isn't that slam dunk that everybody thinks it is there's just a the same thing that at&t wants to buy warner brothers because they want time warner right AT&T owns Directv already, yes. And they have their own AT Universe, which is now Directv. They merged those two. They're not allowed to own Time Warner Cable. Correct. Or they shouldn't be. I mean, it's a possibility that but they will. But the Time Warner is no longer cable because that became Spectrum. Yes, but it's still it's a, time that Warner, has a time it's a Warner. It's a Time Warner. Um, internet. This Time Warner Internet. Time Warner has channels as well. Yes. That are Mm -hmm. exclusively through Spectrum. They still have ties with Spectrum. Right. Time Warner. The Spectrum is still basically Time Warner for all intents and purposes. For all intents and purposes. Yes. So buying Time Warner would also affect Spectrum, and that becomes a part of. You now own the two. If you own Directv and Time Warner slash Spectrum, you own the two largest providers of satellite or cable TV in the United States. Right. Because nobody knows what the biggest difference between the two deals with. Time Warner, the Time Warner AT and T, and the Fox Disney, is that the White House ha- cares ha- doesn't want the Time Warner AT and T to go through, but they're all for the Disney Fox. And it doesn't matter what the White House thinks. What no, I know what Congress thinks. The, the two well, it's is it's Disney, Disney it's, it's the DOJ, the Disney, the Disney deal with. Well, go through it goes through a congressional hearing. It goes through a congressional hearing. But the, the the Disney yeah. deal for for Fox is also mostly about technology, correct? And content distribution it has nothing to do with content, correct? The Time Warner AT and T is probably the same thing. I mean, it, right? AT and would AT and T would basically own content in terms of Warner Brothers. It would, order, it would own everything that's in Warner Brothers, which would be kind of weird, because you're like, AT&T is not a content company. Right. Where Disney buying Fox makes sense, because they're a content company, and they're, they're a, a technological company. Do you remember company? when it was Time Warner AOL? Yep. <laughs> when AOL bought Time Warner and everything?
2: And then you watch that stock. Order. <laughs> yeah. Six, six Flags, brought to you by AT&T. Yeah.
1: Well, Paramount apparently is opening up their own Paramount's theme like, park. Paramount's like, anybody want us? Did you see uh, Disneyland Paris is doing? They're getting Star Wars Land. They're getting a Marvel Land. They're getting a Star Frozen Wars, Land. Star Wars Star Wars Paris. Sorry. Disney Paris started that like three years ago because that park was so stagnant. Yeah. They took, they put a ton of money into it, including <laughs> uh, changing staff. Hello. They changed their – yeah. their... <laughs> <laughs> That's how it reminds me of. <laughs> well, My kids need to buy more wine.
3: <laughs> it's
1: in scratchy land hoping for business hello um, but no the, the attendance there wasn't that it was that bad it was just noticing that it could be better right mm-hmm. and so and there's there's land there and everything for it but I mean a lot of people that go to a lot of parks you know have done kind of the, the worldwide parks Is it's like it just it feels like a different company running a Disney park yeah I've heard and that so I think the management company Disney basically took over the management company yeah and is like you know because, I mean, you, you have a theme park management within Disney is the same thing, but something like Universal, Universal Studios theme park management isn't necessarily something that Universal is looking at going, no, do this, no, do this, no, Correct. do this, where Disney is. Well, that's where you they know, made – You have ahead when, of theme when they parks, did, but – When they did Hong Kong and they did uh, Singapore, they made sure to give it more back to a Disney-type feel or Disneyland parks-type yeah, feel. Yeah, it's, it's they're doing whatever they need to do. So with the, the kind of – and I don't have the exact system. This is a lot of, like, listening to – It's all like third-hand sort of stuff, but it was Disney stepped in and took over that management of it to make it a Disney park, and then are also like, we're spending all this money here, which is also, you're going to spend all that money here, and you spend all that money in China. We seem lucky we're getting Star Wars land, but nothing else is happening. (laughs) Over here. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's why Star Tours isn't moving. They can't do a Marvel here to to the degree that they're doing it in in, uh, other countries. Yeah, but I think you will at some point because we we figured out that it was just that. Probably going to be California Adventure. Well, Well, California Adventure is turning into Pixar Marvel, basically. Yeah, Yeah, it's like half of it's becoming one, half of it's becoming the other. Yeah, it's almost like two parks in one. Um, Speaking about uh, Marvel stuff. So, James Gunn got into a Twitter argument with a couple of fans about... Well, he didn't get into a Twitter argument. He's the, he's the writer, so it's not about, an argument anymore. But, but it was a, he got into a, Groot, He got into a Twitter clarification. Which a lot of people did not like. I, I was still surprised that anybody cared. Yeah. That Baby Groot is not actually Groot. That when Groot, Groot died... So, when he says, I am Groot, he's lying. Baby Groot <laughs> is his spawn. Our seed, and I put on there jokingly, of course. I I put on there. I said, you know, at James Gunn, your movie, your rules. I said, but technically, Groot did. Baby Groot didn't come from a seed of Groot. It came from a twig left over from the original Groot. Yeah, but again, it's not it, his biology wouldn't work. I can't believe we're arguing about this. Uh, his biology <laughs> wouldn't work like a natural tree, and so the twig could be his seed. If well, he's, if he reproduces asexually, then that is. A spawn, but you see his arms get cut off, whatnot. So and they grow back. It's just like again, he can control or it. transplanting. A, if he's if he's um, asexual, he would be able to control it. He can asexually reproduce. Yes, you can cut off. So he you can, can be, cut off he, a limb of a tree and then transplant it and grow a second tree. Right, but again, he's not a tree. He's a creature that exhibits tree properties. Yeah, he's a sentient being that now obviously has some sort of uh, reproduction whether it's sexual or asexual in this case it would very much be asexual he would still trigger that seed and in his own biology would be able to do it in 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 whatever way that biology works sure the only problem with this is then he would not technically be the last of his species because he could rip off parts of himself that are whatever you know well again by biology unless rocket picked up his junk and then said hey here we go again by biology (laughs) you can then you're you're working backwards from this if by biology you can say that there can only be one at a time that you have to kill yourself in order to be think of the um yeah uh, who's, who's the deep space nine the symbiote thing oh dax dax the, that, Dax the symbiote still exists. Yes. But the outer shell dies. Each the time. host dies. Yeah, yes. you can't pull the symbiote out of someone and, and have that person continue on. So So this is groot Dax? <laughs> this would be this would be sort of the same thing. And they treat themselves as a new creature right. in, with the symbiote well, and, because of the the shell is that's the new person. And the reason that this kind of got started was because James Gunn said that's why he didn't understand what button to push or you know or some of the basic things that Groot would have he's already still, known. He's, he's, he's well, it started because someone posted a, a picture anywhere. that said, "What would you save, Groot or a Porg?" And, and you know, after a couple of answers, James Gunn is apparently has nothing better to do with his time than yeah. just scroll through Twitter <laughs> to find out if anybody's talking about Groot. <laughs> and said, "Well, of course, the one's just a bird, and the other one is is a sentient being." And they said, "Yes, but you could just have Groot die, and it would represent. You know, it would just be he could just save himself." Yeah. And it's no, that's the, he didn't save himself. He made a new Groot. Right. And it's... then everyone's like, "Oh, Groot's dead and that's sad." And I'm like, "No, it's not because you still haven't killed anybody <laughs> in the Marvel universe." Well, Claw died. You haven't killed anyone that anyone cares about in the Marvel universe. You killed Quicksilver. You've had one hero die in 10 and 15 yeah, years, like 10 so. years, and still nobody cared. <laughs> exactly. You have someone who you keep introducing and killing
0: people. Well, you have the same yeah, day. you have the one person that you introduced in one movie that nobody's really had any tie to except for that movie. Mm-hmm. And you kill him off, so it just—it's not—it wouldn't hold the same weight if it was someone like Captain America or something. Well, so. someone like Coulson, who of then course, you're like Whitaker's ABC is going,
3: either? hmm.
1: You knew him for five minutes. Coulson's he died. dying right yeah, now I'm... on
0: Agents of Shield.
1: Yeah, nobody cares because nobody's watching it. <laughs> I am. It's good. Yeah. Nobody's yeah, you, watching. You don't, You, don't, you it. don't care now. I do love too. now that it's become this big deal. To go off on a complete tangent of another story, it was revealed that. The writers of S.H.I.E.L.D. are writing the end of – this is season six, right? Yes. The the season finale for season six is being written as a series finale just in case they don't get picked up. And it became this big news story over the weekend. I'm saying, why is it a big news story? They've been talking about this for almost a year of Disney saying – ABC saying they wanted to cancel it after five. And Disney going, no, you have to take season six, which I mistakenly thought was a half a season. Right. It's, it's a full season shown in half the time Yes, because they didn't have the break. That was, I, I was mistaken. They, I thought it was only 13 episodes. They cut down the break that they normally have. Yeah, it's still 20, 22, 22 episodes or yeah. whatever. It was just shown in 22 consecutive weeks. And look, people enjoy it again because it's like, hey, I can, I can follow it week after week after yeah. week. I mean, but, it did have a three, like a three week break during the Olympics. Yeah, but it's not, it's not like the two, for two months it was off. No. you know. And I think you know, it's had like one week off for Christmas or whatnot. But well, it was after Christmas. didn't, no, didn't it premiere? No, it started before. Was it was it before? Yeah, like December first? Is I think it was it, when it premiered. So anyway, it, it's like that was a weird story because like it's already been out there that that Disney made them take that season. ABC does not want to be in. They didn't, they didn't. They just don't do want them. to lose money anymore. Well, no, it's they didn't. They don't want to be in the in the Marvel business. They didn't pick up the Hunter and Bobby. They canceled Inhumans before it even aired, for all intents and purposes. It's like we know this isn't going to work. Oh, speaking of Marvel TV, um, uh, Cloak and Dagger, yeah, June seventh okay. is its release or it's its date. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah,
1: and then we also have mm-hmm. second season of uh, Jessica Jones starting this week, mm-hmm. and Legion starting up first week of August. Or, excuse me, uh,
2: of uh, April. It's no, like Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. August <laughs> is pretty far. That. <laughs> no, April, because they, they
1: just started showing
2: the, uh, like, Is a anybody like, really <laughs> care? Yeah, about that? Yeah, no, I, I saw that it, on. Uh, it's
1: on Freeform, so I'm assuming she's pregnant. No. Because isn't everything on Freeform about she's teenagers banging She's out of high school. school? She's, she's more of a trailer trash that, you know, that's dropping I saw, like, I saw the school. thing from it. I forgot she's so the chick from the Disney channel. Yeah. I don't know. It just didn't seem interesting to me. I'd uh, give it a shot. You give everything a shot. That's true. You finished How I Met Your Mother. I did. <laughs> <laughs> that's not even the worst one. I finished uh, Two and a Half Men. Oh yeah, you know, that's yeah. That was the one I should have come up with. <laughs> uh, so the Justice League our members Justice League. are going to be the priority of the DC <laughs> films. Maybe DC should prioritize making good films. <laughs> yeah. You know. Right. Uh,
0: I think that ties. And also, kind of
1: maybe they should hire people that want to do the films that they're doing, or you know, like have an idea for it. Yeah, Or not just announce, Joss Whedon's going to do Batgirl. And six months later, he goes, you know what? Don't have a story. And my favorite my favorite response to that, Twitter, I'm scrolling through that. Someone has a picture of every single Batgirl trade in existence and says, no ideas, huh, Joss? <laughs> do you think he really just did not want to do that after Justice League? I don't think he really didn't want to do it when he realized that he, he, there's nothing original with it. Right. And that's fine. I mean, if you're doing an adaptation of something. But Batgirl, Batgirl, Batgirl is as much of the problem as the, as the DCU is, as anything else. You have a film with a character that people love. Yes. But you're telling them it's not connected to the movies that you're already watching. And there's been nothing to set up to connect it. There's nothing to set up to connect it or whatever. I'm, I, when, I, when I, we We're talking about that that day, and I said, you know what would have been perfect to do? Stephanie Brown's story. Right. That would have been a great Batgirl and be able to do it but it it's not Barbara Gordon it doesn't have to be Barbara Gordon like that's yeah. the, that's the thing is it didn't have it could be Cassandra Cain it could be mm. it could be Stephanie Brown uh-huh. i mean when they said that the you know there was the rumors that they were looking for a a, a black woman to play her and it's like well then that were, you wouldn't think that would be Barbara Gordon or right. adopted because we've already met commissioner Gordon well we've already a, had you know, where we had a Barbara Gordon actually there wasn't even Barbara Gordon back back in the Batman or uh, Batman and Robin days. Yeah. I, it, one of the things that God, ends up that being Well, that's the thing is is DC's problems don't only stem from where you're at now. You have movies in Superman and Batman that were released and then Green Lantern even that were released before where Marvel got to it and said We have the X-Men stuff. We don't own it. We don't have to worry about it. Right. They hit the floor and, like, no one had seen an Iron Man film before. No one had seen a Captain America movie that wasn't some cheesy 70s thing where he rides a motorcycle. Right. So you had this fresh thing where you're making a Superman movie as the start of this brand new universe. You get five movies that already exist, and only two of them are good. Yeah. One and a half of them are good because the other one, he's like, I'm just going to turn the world backwards. Like Superman movies. Yeah. And then you have Batman where you have... Uh, we had five people Superman like movies. as I said. You have five Superman yeah, okay. movies, I and only you were, two I of them were... are good. No, if Batman, you have you have eight, you know you've got three movies that you just did that were fairly critically acclaimed, some extremely so, some mildly so, right? And you have this other group of films that everyone has this weird affliction for the the Michael Keaton one that I don't understand. Because watching it now. I'm sorry. Oh yeah, you go back does, and watch it. It doesn't hold up. No, and he straight up murders people. Man. Oh yeah, and then you have a second film which is bizarrely stupid. And then you have four, what is it? Six more films or whatever that are just off the wall dumb.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So
1: you you kind of
0: you're you're getting. What into you didn't this like group. Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze? Uh, everybody
1: freeze because <laughs> my name is Freeze. <laughs> you now I'm gonna put everyone on ice. Is uh, uh, it cold in here it me? <laughs> Uh, what else can I come up with? He wrote his own lines. He did. He am sure Hey, Joe. And then, you know, picks a puff of the cigar. Why don't I tell everybody to cool down? You know, uh, Chill out. No, chill, right, out, chill out. out. Chill out. Right, let me write it down.
0: <laughs> hey, Robin, chill out. got to write it
1: down. <laughs> you, you are terrible. I, I, <laughs> <What>
2: I'm,
1: <laughs> I'm horrible is, with wow. Schwarzenegger. It's the easiest impression in the world. Uh, not for me. Ah, no, just, just, just let it go. Uh, you, uh, yeah, uh, don't do I it. cannot do Arnold to no. save my life. Yeah. Neither Are to these... Days, apparently, Shriver couldn't do me to save her life either. I had to go with the guana lady. The guana maid. The guana maid? Uh, the guana maid. That's what uh-huh. I had to go to. Um, so yeah. it, it's, it's when you, you throw all these ideas out onto the, 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 the wall but, and you announce them and you attach people to them and none of them... You have the Joker movie that's now gone through. What, 65 people want to play him?
3: Yeah. And they're not playing him.
1: <laughs> we don't even know who's doing it. You That's the Scorsese you, one. Yeah, and you have you have Matthew Vaughn's Batman yeah. that then didn't become Matthew. Not Matthew Vaughn. Uh, who was supposed to be Affleck. directed? What was it? Affleck it was Affleck. supposed to direct. It. Well, right, but no. Who was the person who came in after when Affleck left? Uh, I think it was Vaughn. It might I, have been Vaughn. Was it Vaughn? Yeah, I think it's Matthew. Was it him or Drew Graves? Uh-huh. I, I think they've had a couple different yeah, ones. Yeah, but it was somebody, he, he wanted to do it's the, like more the Flash. More. They've had well, three. Well, that's what different. he wanted. To, you had another director oh, take over. When that director take over, took over, that's when Ben Affleck's like, maybe I shouldn't play this character anymore. And then you've got, yeah, you have a Flash movie that doesn't have a director anymore. You don't know if you... You have an Aquaman movie that people are swearing that the early cuts of it are really great, which just sounds like DC going, please see this movie. <laughs> For God's <laughs> sakes, please see this movie. Because Black Panther made more in two days than Justice League made Total. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. You are. And that's what, when you, when you talk about stuff like oh uh, DC's gonna gonna concentrate on this. What you should concentrate on is not doing movies for five years. Right. Just just stop. reboot it. It's not even a reboot. Just but just reboot. Do. just just fly that flower. What about low. doing another Wonder Woman? That's the, that. And I told you that's part of the problem. You have people. If if I'm DC, I'm looking at like I couldn't care less whether Henry Campbell comes back as Superman or not. Right. Uh, ben Affleck doesn't want to do it, so he's fine. There's no way. I can recast Wonder Woman after that film. Yeah, Ezra after Miller. No, no one Ezra cares Miller. About. You don't care. Jason Momoa. I'm probably not going to recast that film. His his character.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: But the cyborg guy. Who cares? Right. And so you're in the this cyborg, weird you spot where no one would it. you you because um, all black people look the same to you. No, that's not right. what I mean. It's just because uh, he's, so, he's he's ninety percent <laughs> metal and. So you're in this weird spot that if you start over, especially if you decide to start over within like say two years. I mean kind of the Amazing Spider Man thing. If Spider Man three come out and what? Like two years later they're right. like, No, we're not doing Spider-Man four, we're gonna do Amazing Spider-Man.
0: Spider Man, Andrew Garfield, the Spider Man. <laughs>
1: um, and those are terrible. And so if you pick it like if you pick it up like two years, you have to recast it and you're no one's gonna stand for that. Yeah. And you're actively working, we have to do Wonder Woman two we're doing aquaman and then the rest of the slate seems to be eh, we don't know what we're doing we're not doing suicide squad 2 we're not going to do another we are not gonna do another superman film apparently who knows what's going on with the batman film there's no director for well, this there's no director for that There's no a lot for this. of
0: you know I, I in my opinion thinking of what a uh, lot of what joss whedon left the project for is they said hey you know what we're maybe not going to do this and he's like well nobody has a plan and then he also with Nightwing, Nightwing, I think DC oh, has geez. stated that they're not even planning to even consider talking about it for the next five years. So it's like, what's it the night,
1: point? Nightwing wouldn't start until 2020. Right. Yeah.
0: So start and me thinking start as in production, pre, yes. Pre, pre production, even pre yeah. even. So I mean, that's like, the, what's the point of announcing to do that movie if you're not even going to consider yeah, even talking about it? that would be like, like announcing, Justice League Dark. Just kind of well would have been?
1: It would have been like announcing. Iron Man in 2000. Like, we're going to do an Iron Man film, but we're not doing it until 2007. Right. Like, Let's that's ridiculous. The, well, did you see it's what...
2: To get the community to talk about it. Did you see, the, see what the, Marvel's the next... The community
1: that's talking about it is? it's just derision. Oh, I know, I know. Marvel said that they're... they're Still talk. The next that, seven that, films. How can you be so clueless? How right. is DC... Cluel- how is Whoever's running DC <laughs> Studios, that clueless that thinks, oh, you know what? As long as we are able to... Uh, uh, as long as we're able to just throw all these things out there, like I said, the meeting seems to be someone with a t- with a, a Twitter account that just sits there and says, mm-hmm. "Oh, they mentioned uh, maybe Joss would do a Batgirl movie. Joss doing Batgirl, guaranteed click, and put it out there. Yeah, and then you have to it- backtrack for all of it. Think of all the stuff that Marvel's done. You've had a f- you've had what two directors leave that were really attached to projects yes. in terms of Ant Man and maybe Black Panther. Um." Uh, maybe Ragnarok, Jonathan Chin, or whatever was supposed to do the third one. And they fired right. him almost immediately because Anthony Hopkins was like I'm never going to work with him again. You have all these directors that have dropped out from DC. You have one film on Marvel's slate that they pulled for damn good reason because humans are dumb. Right. Well, you, and saw you now a- have forty films that they've put and taken off the slate. That slate that they showed now, if you look at it, let's assume Flash isn't getting made. Let's assume Batman isn't even getting made because they can't figure that out. You have two films on that entire slate that actually got made, and it's Wonder Woman and Aquaman. Yeah, and did you see what Marvel's slate is for 2021? Marvel's slate is a bunch of more films. They have uh, Avengers 4, two Spider-Man Homecomings, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, a, um, Captain, Captain Marvel. Marvel, then they have Black Panther, 2. Black Panther 2, and Doctor Strange 2. Those are their yeah. seven Yeah, and they films. have a bunch of other slots, and those slots are Captain Marvel 2 and... Guardians of the Galaxy 4, you know, well, I think Guardians I think they're Guardians are going to I think they're only going to do 3 of each one. You know, I, I mean uh, something like that. They, they Guardians is the type of film that I can see them doing four with. Sure. I mean you you're, you're now talking about Thor only had 3 and Chris Hemsworth is saying oh there might be a 4. Yeah. Or Did you see Mark Hamill way is talking with James Gunn about trying to be a part of uh, Guardians 3? Yeah, we'll see. But the, as the, Luke Skywalker? Yes, that's totally what he's going to do.
0: Um Makes sense.
1: When they put the slots in, they're like, "Oh, we have these slots That's for these four. And and again, this is a much better thing where you have you have fans that are now super speculating. Oh, it's going to be this character. Oh, they're going right. to do a movie about this. They're going to do a movie about this. You know. And of course, I went with the internet hyperbole of like, "Oh, it's X Men and Fantastic Four: The Good One." <laughs> yeah. Uh, X Men: The Good One that wasn't, wasn't first <laughs> class, but starring still star some still star, somehow stars Michael Fassbender. And then we had Black Widow, White Lesbian. Um, the good one that didn't have a number in it besides yeah, like, three. Yeah, we're like Black Black Widow, White, white Lesbian, um, and then... Did you say Light Lesbian? Yeah, White Lesbian. White Lesbian. Black Widow, White Lesbian. And then I put uh, Avengers versus X-Men, and then the super surprised fifth slot, Avengers versus Justice League. We saved the DC Universe. Yeah. Uh, because that's kind of, I mean, like, I was, look, I'm reading through the hyperbole for this stuff, and it was just like, they're going to make the Black Widow movie! Yeah. They're going to make this movie! They're going to make, this is all the, these are all the Fox movies that are coming, and I'm like, again, the Fox deal ain't done yet. I mean, they can't even start right. talking about it until next year. Yeah, it just, uh, so, for DC, do you think, have the Aquaman movie, and then just let it go for five years? You're not going to end it, but, they you're, need not need gonna
0: restructure but you're not going to restructure the entire thing. Gonna, I think. you're
1: not going to. You're going to have too many fans of Wonder Woman that are going to want a, a that's Wonder Woman what too. I just told you. you so you can't end you, it. No, you can. No,
0: they need to. That's the problem. They need to end it they and restructure everything. Wonder Wonder restructure everything and figure out why they're making such bad decisions. Well, on their movies. But
1: that's the thing. It's, it's not like they're setting out to make bad decisions. And the
0: movies made but the that's money. The thing, the people that you have in charge that are making these decisions obviously are making bad decisions. Right, and they've so they changed those people those...
1: twice now.
0: And They, well, maybe they fired the everybody
1: to put Jeff Johns in there, and then after Justice League, they fired Jeff. Yeah. For all intents and purposes. I mean, and he's still there. He's but, still oddly there. Oddly
0: but... enough, Justice League was probably one of the better movies that they did. Yes,
1: but it bombed. For what it well, should yeah. have done, no. I and know that's that. It. When so, you're looking at the end, when you're looking at the end end result, Batman versus Superman to DC is much, is, the Warner Brothers is much more successful than Justice League, because yeah. it's a movie that made a lot of money, even though it's short enough. But you you keep trying. It's not like they went out and said, "Okay, who's the worst person we can hire to do Justice League?" Zack Snyder, get him on the phone. Right. You know, it's it's again, as fans, you look at them and go, "Boy, you must be clueless." But it's not. It's the it's the old the art value customers thing where the guy in the you know the the cartoon that has stuff from the shop where he's like, I don't understand why all these people go out of their way to make their comics stupid
3: because they're not trying to. to.
1: And there's also you're you're trying to make so many comics and you only have so much talent. You're 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 in that boat too. We talked about that with DC before. You know even New Fifty Two was all the talent was really at Marvel. They didn't have any writers that were these superstar writers. They didn't have any artists that were these superstars. Everything was just stuck with Marvel or doing their own thing that they didn't want to do. And you're, you're here and going, who's the best talent at making superhero movies? They all work for Marvel. Yeah. In terms of executives. Like, right. If, if you could figure out how to get to Kevin Feige and say, dude, Come we'll give DC. you a billion dollars. <laughs> Come do the DC Universe. Because if you get somebody like that, that you bring over, that's when everything goes but foul. see, on. that's the other problem, is they don't have just one head. No, I'm not disagreeing with you. They have multiple heads, and that you know, and multiple heads are trying to bang against each other instead of doing something together. <laughs> uh-huh. Heads bang. <laughs> so anyways, um, do they do Flashpoint then and just reboot the Notice universe? Notice something else that? that fell off their... Yeah. No one's talking about Flashpoint either. Well, that's kind of... isn't the Flash movie supposed to be flashpoint now right and it's really not being made you don't have a director you well, don't you have know. a director but you haven't signed a deal i you mean he's been announced you, three you months you don't, or four don't months have ago. a director yeah there's no deal you don't have a director edgar wright was the director of ant-man because he signed a deal and then he's like "Yeah, hey, i'm not gonna do this edgar wright was the, the director for like seven years and then edgar wright does flashpoint <laughs> oh that'd be a weird movie it's an Edgar Wright movie, isn't it? <laughs> it? I mean, it would fit right in there. So, what do you think about Petty, Peggy, Peggy Carter being the new Cap? That's that's. The it's truth. An uh, I know it's way out of context, but movie, who cares, or... It's an Exiles comic book. It doesn't yes. matter. yeah. It, it was just, it was a good image that everyone jumped on, and that was it. It's not really a story. Well, record. the one image I saw was actually Haley Hatwell. Haley Atwell. Who's Haley Hatwell? <laughs> the well, double it was H. A hat. So. She was. Yeah, she. She can't wear her Agent Carter hat with the the cap shield, but then you also had. Truth can. You yeah. had Anthony Stark, and then you had uh, what's her name for what's his, the the character that uh, was Did her Jarvis? Huh? Well, yeah, that was Jarvis, Jarvis, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You had you had them. You know, their mo- movie versions all in that mm-hmm. picture. It was a cool looking costume too for her. It's, no, it was a cool image. It just it's wasn't. not a not bad idea, but it's that that image was a cool image that was completely, okay, they're doing an Exiles book. It wasn't... The the, the major news that you keep getting is this, this Fresh Start program where all these new people are taking over But What about Sharon Carter taking over? Sharon in, Carter's still old, I think. Or she's she, old in, within the comic books. Did she die? Did she die at the end of she, I she died, Se- uh, Secret I thought she died Secret Empire. Maybe not. I don't know. how the... <laughs> she gets fixed, too. <laughs> I'm a year behind on it. <laughs> um, No, it was a cool image, and uh, and... You know, it's a lot of people are going, she's taking over after Chris Evans leaves. No, that's no, what's going no, to happen. That's the stupidest thing of ever heard. But she's, she's already
0: died in the movie-verse, so it's but like... But she's
1: going to be pulled out of time by Thanos and brought into no, the... That's, uh, that's the story. Um, <laughs> the time travel thing for something else. Uh, I'm not going to get into it here. Yeah. Um, no, the, 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 the stupid thing was it. That some people see that image and they went like, oh, she, the cap. no. No. She's not taking over Cap's spot, right? The news is uh, Tanahashi Coates is taking over Captain America, with oh gosh, who's the who's the artist? that just lost it. Which means Wade and Samney's run is going to be like six months, yeah. Which is really disappointing because I love that run. Uh, it is kind of interesting. You have an African American gentleman who's who's going to be writing Cap, full yeah. time, and you you know the Fresh Start thing has been hitting with these these pieces coming out of Comics Pro. And then the solicitations, uh, you have, um, uh, uh, oh gosh, why did I lose it? I just lost who's writing Spider-Man. It's not, is, it Chip, is it Chip Zartsky? No Really? An artist writing? Well, I mean, not no, like no, it no, can't no. be done. But Well, Chip Zartsky's writing uh, spectacular. No, it's not Chip Zartsky. Gosh darn it. Well, while you're doing uh, that, Ryan Otley's doing the um, Ryan Dottley's doing the art from Invincible, huh. Interesting. and it works though. For fear. I just gotta find Daniel's thing because he sent me a message like, "This is the greatest day of my life."
2: <laughs> well, he just is glad that slots. are. Yeah, awesome. that's what I'm saying.
1: But he was like, "If it's gonna be, yeah, uh, slots." Well, say. while you're looking that up, the other thing that kind of got overlooked was they had. No, some... wait, no. Look, let me keep looking it up. That way, it'll drive Doug crazy. <laughs> Sebastian Stan and Chris Evans were at Nick Spencer. That's Nick, who it is. Okay. Nick Spencer and Ryan Otley are doing Amazing Spider-Man, Huh. which Nick Spencer did uh, Superior. Superior foes, yeah, which is awesome. But I did love. I looked at the. Uh, I made the mistake of looking at the official. You know, when Marvel announced it on their Facebook page, and looking at the comments, and the first four were like, "Oh yeah, that's just what we need. Another leftist liberal." Who always uses his politics <laughs> to write Spider-Man? That's what I'm like. I, I read Superior. Let me tell you, there's nothing there. Superior is really good. Great. Superior Foes was great. Well, no, Superior, Superior Foes no, is amazing. you didn't realize it's Marvel, right? I mean, yeah. Well,
3: I'm I think that, I,
1: everyone was like, "Oh, he's a leftist because he made Cap into a Nazi," and I'm like, that, "No, that's not working. No? That's yeah. not. That's called communism. They turned him into a fascist. Hello." <laughs> Um, the commies and the fascists didn't get along. I don't know if you remember World War Two, the Eastern side of it. Did you see the footage of Sebastian Stan and, and Chris Evans? Uh, it was at one of the cons. I forget they were talking about. Um, Sebastian Stan was talking about him. You know when he was first offered the role for Bucky, and they were telling him the plan. And they and they said that you know you're going to go through a pro-, you know an evolution where you're going to be. You know, in World War II, but then you come back as Winter Soldier, and eventually you will become Cap. And he goes, "I mean, they said that you know there, you you'll be in a Captain America film," and everybody kind of, the crowd just kind of, you know, had the air sucked out of it, like they he just announced that he you know he was going to be taking over as Cap, but. It was one of those things where I I'm surprised that the internet didn't catch it and really go over you know. It's because they already know (laughs)
0: it's gonna (laughs) be the the end the the end of Black Panther.
1: Yeah, the end of Black Panther made me change my mind in that it's uh, Steve's gonna die in the first Infinity Gauntlet movie, and not Tony. Yeah.
0: Well, yeah, and and, and also I mean, which I won't go into detail because I know you guys don't want it, but I've seen some set photos from Avengers 4 kind of tell me that.
1: (laughs) I'm not going to go into it, but guess what? I'm going to kind of tell you in a roundabout way that (laughs) Um, Black Panther, second fastest movie, uh, Marvel movie to hit a billion dollars. Nope, I'm going to save that for last because we're already talking about Marvel. That's impossible because, as we know, black people don't go to films. Yeah. Because we've never had any... Black films become, you know, are made by black creators who have ever been successful. You know, get rid of all the Tyler Perry stuff and all the other movies that star African Americans that are you know, created by African Americans that have done gangbusters for all this time. But executives you still hold to on to that gangbusters. Thing. They had you the whole thing. Well, that's all Black Panthers about. Is they <laughs> end up all being gangs, right? Um, yeah, we need a big sarcasm sign. The flashes. <laughs> uh, Yes. Yeah, it, it's yeah. just it, it's it's,
0: it, well the movie
1: highest price Tuesday or highest priced highest grossing Tuesday highest grossing Wednesday highest grossing Thursday, all that jazz for for it it's just crazy. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, I think uh, I think March ninth is when it releases in China, and that's when they're speculating that weekend for it to be crossing the billion dollar mark. The
1: Avengers thing. Yeah, I forgot to mention it totally screws up the watching program because you have to now watch... You have to watch two movies in one weekend. Yes. Or else you... Or one week. Or else you screw... Yeah, the watch along or whatever to get to it. That was one of the first things when it went in the, in know, the speakeasy I thought, group I met. They're like, well, there goes the whole watching it once a week plan. Yeah. It's like... I thought of that, uh, especially since we're so far behind. No, but... Yeah, I, um, I think... It's not so much that... To me that Black Panther, you know, is doing so well that... It, because... You know, I'm glad it's doing well. I'm glad it, you know, but it's one of those things where, oh God, he's already laughing and I have You sound exactly
0: like
1: yours. No, no, no. I'm glad 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 it's doing well. I I have a black friend. I I went to it, okay? I went to see it. No, no. What I was getting at was, it's one of those characters that's not, you know, Captain America now. It's Wonder Woman. It's a culturally important thing. I get that. And at least
2: it's better than Wonder (laughs) Woman.
1: It's a, the the film was
2: amazing. It's that, and it's not a movie based around a. I mean, there's a social message there, but it's it's right. not based around slavery. It's not based around no. any type of cliché or stereotype.
1: Yeah, when we talked about it, there's a lot of that culture that's in there. And it, it's it, it's it, it's we've we've said it at the show. Like, it's a super important film, and I understand people that are going. It's it's just so amazing. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. It's so amazing. It's a pretty standard Marvel film, which again isn't necessarily a bad thing, isn't necessarily a great thing. Right. I mean, it's a Marvel film, just like all the others. It's a Marvel film. It has Even those kind of acts. I mean, the the villain in it is is not bad, but I mean, the 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 thing with that thinking about later, like you get Killmonger for half a movie, yes. and You get Claw for half a movie, so yeah. neither of them really stand out to me. Right. If they would have it, I would have rather seen Killmonger manipulate Claw to get him into Wakanda. And then if he's going to kill him, spoiler, he kills them in Wakanda and then admits yeah. who he is. Yeah. You know, basically that, that throw it off and, and go like, I'm the, son, I'm the illegitimate son and I have a right to challenge to the throne. Yeah. And I demand it immediately. You know, so it's, just, it's just pieces yeah. of it that, that I thought. But, it, it, I mean, you follow half a movie with Claw, and then he's gone. Right. And it becomes Killmonger. And you have no idea. You know, Killmonger isn't strong enough in the first half to be that character that you see in the second half to really, to me, pay it off. Because it really is just about T'Challa and Wakanda and that's it. And that's... The part of it is is that culture through the movie that that bubble of Wakanda and what they are is really what the story is. Right. More so than really what's going on with... But here's the I thing... I mean, T'Challa loses his kingship and gets it back in 20 minutes. Do you think... Uh, speaking about it being a culturally phenomenal movie, you know, a phenomenon for, you know... Do you think that it should have been a movie like this that is being so acclaimed? You know, with its its casting, its directing, and writing, or do you think it should have been something like Mudbound or you know no, one of these This is, this is what you need. You, is you need you need a film that a blockbuster type a blockbuster film. film. Yeah. You don't need Twelve Years a Slave. You don't need any. No, no. no you, you, you still need, need those. You, you look. You need the films that are also Best Picture nominees. Right. That are. Created by, starring, written by, executive produced by African Americans. Get right. Out, 12 Years of Slade. It's not Mudbound. Yeah. But, oh, mud, okay, from this, year. What, this what was, year. what was Best Picture last year? Moonlight. 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 You're seeing this explosion within it right. of these, these films that are critically acclaimed for ones that are winning awards. Get Out, that is super phenomenally successful monetarily. Yes. As well as being critically acclaimed. Black Panther, that is the second fastest movie. I mean, this, this is going to be, it's going to be Avengers, Civil War, Black Panther when mm-hmm. this is done. And uh-huh. the same thing. Everybody, you know, so many people involved in this. Right? To have this kind of film, this, you need the blockbuster and you need the other one. It's, it's the same thing when you, have, you know, when you have women. You have Catherine Bigelow winning Best Director, uh-huh. first female Best Director, for a film that didn't make a ton of money. Right. And you have Wonder Woman that makes a whole bunch of money with a female director. You know, it's, it's, it's the fact that it, you can't pigeonhole it. You, know, you can't just say, oh, when they, make, when they make a good film like 12 Years a Slave, that's what they do. But they can't make blockbusters. Right. There's no, there's no blockbusters. Meanwhile, Tyler is, Perry owns Atlanta. But you have a blockbuster film. But Black Panther it. is what you're saying needed to happen with Wonder Woman. Because, with, let's face it, with Wonder Woman... Not there, needed, it's what happened with it. Except for Wonder Woman felt like there was still a Wonder, heavy hand. Well, Wonder Woman also had... The, the, the eight ball that Wonder Woman's behind is that it was a DC film. Right. We always knew Black Panther's going to be successful because there hasn't been a Marvel film that's bombed yet. Right. If Thor 2 can make its money back, I'm pretty sure Black Panther's going to be okay. Yeah. Especially after Civil War. And doing it in a way much like they did with Spider-Man, of introducing the character in another film that where he's super badass, yeah. he's super awesome, Chad Bozeman is fantastic. I want to talk like Chad Bozeman for the. But rest then, of just the surrounding cast was phenomenal. But yeah, Good. and then you bring them here, and you basically open up the doors and say, "Every African American in Hollywood who isn't Terrence Howard because we don't like him, and isn't Don Cheadle because he's already playing a character, come on in." Yeah. And you have there's, there's what four people in this that have a, a, have Oscar nominations? I mean, you have or three people. You've at got a ton least. of people that have those types of, and that's one of the things that Marvel excels at. Yeah, I mean, we figured out that one time. What there's like twelve or fifteen people, oh. directors and and actors and actresses that have Oscar nominations, if not wins. Yes, you know you have Glenn Close playing the head of the Nova Corps, and that's not even a what big that role. That's what I mean, and that's that's the best part. You, you, Anthony Hopkins is like, hey, will you play Odin? Sure. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, you. And it all started with going, hey, Robert, no, no put down the coke, buddy. Come on over. We want to talk about something. You know how your career is in the toilet? Okay, we're going to pay Terrence Howard a whole bunch of money to play a supporting character. We want you to be the lead. Well, we have uh, Robert Redford can I have, playing can I have, a villain. at the back end? Sure, Robert. This movie's not going to make that. How much do we owe him? Oh, crap.
3: Yeah, Robert Redford was a yeah. villain.
1: And he was awesome. And it was amazing, yeah. I had someone tell me that Caden's movie wasn't that good in that film. Like, you, you are out of your mind. Yeah. You, you go, sir. No, it's... Nobody asked you, Kevin. But that goes back to the whole <laughs> the whole DC thing of where Marvel's doing it right because they're they're not Mar- p- they're not pitching Kenneth, holding themselves. Marvel to gets one Kevin per- Kenneth Brana to do a movie, and DC's like, let's get the guy from Sucker Punch. <laughs> <laughs> the chances that they took. But did you think that did you think that Black Panther was going to make as much as it's made? Yes. Yes. And as fast as it's made it. No. Not as I fast. I didn't
0: think as fast as it.
1: I thought but in I, the end it was going to be huge because it it's good, much like Wonder Woman. It was going to have legs. Yes. Because I mean, you're... it
0: changed my mind as soon as the first weekend passed and how many people yeah. said they loved that movie. It'll be like
1: Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. That, that's what I felt it was going to be more like Spider-Man Homecoming. A slow, going, oh, a no slow increase. No one's really talking about it. It made $400 million. What? Where did that come from? Yeah. You know, it's the same thing. You are three weeks in then now Black Panther and you're like, nope, still making the same amount of money. And there's really still nothing that's going to come out to take it out of number one right now. Not really. Not that I know of. Yeah, because I don't think a lot of people are going to Red Room, Red Rob, <laughs> what, whatever it is. only Sh- time I see
2: it, I, that's what I think is Red Room. It's Black Widow.
1: Yeah, it's it's the Black Widow story we wanted to get. because yep. um, yeah, it's rated R all superhero movies should which be. Which is the R. other
0: the other movie that <laughs> Joss Whedon wants to do apparently, Black it's Widow, a Black Widow film. Yeah,
1: yeah, because he wants to pretend that he's still a feminist. <laughs> Uh, what last thing on the the slate? That was, is, the, that was the fun thing of this week, when they announced Joss had left it, and one of the guys was like, "I don't understand why people are happy about this. I thought everybody loved Joss." We're like, Hold on, <laughs> they're like, well, "What? What is it?" And he said, "Well, most people accuse him of being a closet misogynist, and his ex-wife agrees." And then I, <laughs> I put the article. He's like, "Holy crap!" Uh, what do you think about Dark Tower getting an Amazon series? It's what they should have done instead of a movie. No, you know, the know what they should place. have done in the first place. Have people read the book. Well, the not book's... not everything has to be translated. No. And when you have, what is it, 8 billion pages? Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, come on. The first one, Gunslinger, is really long. Mm-hmm. And that's the first book. Yeah. But it's really good. And here's the thing. I'm not debating the whether movie, it's good or not. The movie probably had, I said 30 seconds, so that's exaggerating. It probably had probably about maybe I need five minutes, minutes movie, five to ten minutes at I the most of guns. I have told you from the moment they announced it that that movie was going to be a gigantic piece of crap. Yeah. Because you can't... You can't fit all those books into two hours. It's not even fitting. You can't fit the tone. You can't fit the scope. You can't fit the... You could have made a good film that people would go like, huh, that seems like Dark Tower. Yeah. And people would have been fine with it. and were like, oh, that's cool. I've got... uh, uh all... Hemdall versus all right, all right, all right, and it was fun. And instead, you're <laughs> like Hemdall oh. versus
2: all right, all right, all right. Uh, uh,
1: Have you heard his uh, 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 his uh, Carl's Jr. commercials? Oh my god! What? How hard up is he for cash? Does he owe somebody money? Did the government come for him? No. Does he Does he owe taxes on uh, on that, that 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 drug and gay movie he did? <laughs> that Drug he was and the one, gay. He was the one. That, Dallas Buyers Club. Yeah, Dallas Buyers Club. No. It was drug and gay people. But he just built a really big house in Texas. (laughs) Did he buy Texas? Because he has all
0: that money from doing all these random Lincoln commercials and Carl's Jr. commercials.
1: How does uh, he get to Carl's Jr.? Who makes that phone call? Yeah, I don't know. Who's the one that calls Carl's Jr.? uh, Carl's Jr. is like, call Matthew McConaughey. (laughs) Yeah. Check check and see if Matt will do it. Well, he was doing um, Southern Comfort or something. That makes sense to me. Yeah, it is wild turkey, or wild turkey. Yeah. That's what it was. It's made in Texas, isn't it? Wild turkey? No, I, th- I thought that was a based Kentucky bourbon. How oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but still, it fits for you know, it's fitting for him. Well, I mean, but the, it's the it's whatever this barbecue burger is, so it's kind of Western thing, so that's why it's still. it the steer he almost runs over with his Lincoln in that one commercial? <laughs> It stares at you, so, uh, you stare back. And you our long to show tonight, uh, this is even gas, longer than our interview last week. And then you go backwards, and then you get a Carl's Jr. Can, see, can he do a commercial where he's eating Carl's Jr. in a Lincoln? While drinking. While drinking well, no, while drinking. Have the drinking, while drinking, while drinking.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: when you drive drunk and get, <laughs> go to a drive-in in your Lincoln Continental, make sure you go to Carl Jr., and ask him for the "I'm gonna get pulled over" special. Well, you've seen you've seen the Lincoln commercial where he falls into the pool. Yes, that that's because f- that was after the, the wild turkey. T- and well, Carl- no, that's when really he actually
0: drove the Lincoln into a pool. I'm waiting to see, I'm
1: waiting to see who does who puts the commercials together. Who makes the movie out of the commercials? You know, this is the next morning when he talks to his dogs nonstop. Nah, we're going to go where I want to go because you're dogs (laughs) and I'm driving. So on on that note, we're going to wrap things up. (laughs) Mark 2 with four doors and a 10 liter (laughs) engine. So make sure you check us out on Facebook.com slash Nerdables. We're also on Twitter at Nerdables Show. And we're on Instagram as Nerdables. That's what I want. I want to see him going like, Carl Karcher contacted me from beyond the grave and said, (laughs) you got to pitch my new sandwich. (laughs) Because the guy that they stole from the most interesting man in the world commercials for that that one where they're like, hey, no more hot chicks. That didn't work out. <laughs> so now it's just my voice telling you to go eat a burger that ate more it's more calories than I ate in an entire year. So for Chris, Mikey, Anita, and Ethan, I'm R.A. Say so we'll talk to you next week. And Nathan McConaughey and Arnold Schwarzenegger.